Epilogue for Seven Keys to Baldpate by George M. Cohen. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Epilogue Curtain Goes Up Again Fire is out, and lock replaced on door. The stage is bare. Typewriter is heard clicking from room right on balcony. The clock strikes twelve. Elijah Quimby is seen outside waving a lantern, as he did in the first act. Mrs. Quimby appears, etc. Same business, except that instead of unlocking the door, he raps on it. When McGee enters from room right and gets to center of balcony, Quimby raps again. McGee comes out on balcony with hat and coat on and carrying the suit and typewriter case and a manuscript under his arm. He stops on stairs, and as he hears Quimby's rap, he comes down the stairs, puts the cases on the table left, and then goes up to the door and unlocks it. McGee as he opens the door. Come right in, folks. You're right on time, I see. Closes door and locks it. Quimby comes down right center. We've been out there ten minutes waiting for the clock to strike. Mrs. Quimby comes down right center. Lord, I didn't think we'd find you alive. McGee comes down center. The only difference between me and a real live one is that I'm tired, hungry, and half dead. Quimby, left of Mrs. Quimby. How'd you come out? Did you finish your book? McGee, handing Mrs. Quimby the manuscript. Allow me. What do you think of that, Mother? Lord, wrote all that in 24 hours. Just made it. Finished work a couple of minutes ago. Were you disturbed at all? Never heard a sound. Sits at table left. No ghosts. Nary a ghost, Mrs. Quimby, except those concealed in the manuscript. Rises. How about the Ascawan Hotels? I'd like to get a bath and a bite to eat before I take that train. There's the Commercial House. The Commercial House. That's strange. I guessed the name. How? I've got it in the story. Mrs. Quimby, aside to Quimby. What's he mean, Lodge? Quimby, aside. Darned if I know. To McGee. The missus has got a fine breakfast waiting for you up at our house. And a nice feather bed for you to take a nap in. The train don't go till five. And the drummers all say the hotel's rotten. Lord, I'm tired. Sits at table left. Me for the breakfast and the feather bed. Some wild and woolly scenes have been enacted in this room since you left last night, Mrs. Quimby. What happened? Nothing really. Just in the story. What's he mean, Lodge? How do I know? Telephone rings. Quimby's start and look toward it. McGee. Goes to phone, stops buzzer, and then goes left. There's Bentley. He's pretty near on time. Will I talk to him? Of course. That's the idea, isn't it? Quimby goes to phone. Mrs. Quimby stands center, watching him. Hello, hello, Mr. Bentley? Yes, sir, I got it right here, sir. Two minutes ago, sir. I'll have to find that out. Wait a minute. To McGee. What's the name of the story? It's typewritten on the cover. Mrs. Quimby. Holds up script and reads by the light of the lantern. Seven keys to Baldpate. 
Quimby, in phone. Seven keys to Baldpate. To McGee. He's laughing. Pause. Then to McGee. He says there's only one. In phone. Hello? What, sir? Wait, I'll see. To McGee. You want to talk to him? No. Uh, Yes, just a minute. Goes to phone. Quimby's go right center and stand listening. Hello? Hello? Hal, I'm going to collect that 5,000 from you, old pal. Yes, some title, isn't it? And say, some story. Wild, terrible, horrible melodrama, as usual. The kind of stuff you always roast me about. Treat it as a joke, however, this time. And say, Hal, listen. I've got you in the story. Yes, really. No, I didn't mention your name or anything. And say, I'm in the story, too. Oh, I'm the hero. Say, Hal, this thing's going to sell over a million copies. The what? The critics? Laughs. I don't care a darn about the critics. This is the stuff the public wants. Yes, I'll meet you at the 44th Street Club at 2.30 tomorrow. Adlib, as the curtain falls. Slow curtain. End of epilogue. End of Seven Keys to Baldpate by George M. Cohen.